Hot Football! On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the St. Louis Rams with Aaron, Josh, and John. I can't believe it. <laughs> Finally, we like turned around the fourth quarter and did the opposite of what we've been doing the last four weeks. Yeah, did you did you hear them? They were talking about. They were saying exactly what we said last week. We, Clint Worth actually, I think, in the interview before the game said we gotta uh, we gotta stop sitting back in the fourth quarter. We gotta continue to be aggressive. We gotta do it. Apparently, they had a big meeting with uh, Coach Gibbs, like the big guys on the team and the O and D lines, and they all sat down and they were all like, dude. We can't play this prevent shit. We gotta, we gotta do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, I heard Brian Baldinger say that. Oh, Don't even get me started on how bad of an announcer Brian Baldinger is. <laughs> well, you know, it goes, it goes hand in hand uh, with a name like Baldinger. Baldinger. Well, of course. What team did he play for? The Cowboys. The Cowboys. Not to mention Brian Baldinger as his name would imply, is getting my kick in the ball awards this week. <laughs> Bad announcement. <laughs> I can't think of anyone that deserved it more in that stadium than Brian Baldinger. Absolutely. So what did you guys think about the uh, the uh, little matchup there? I'm just glad we Man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy we won. I, I thought we finally, as a, an entire team, played well together. That's what that's what it appeared to me. I gotta say, I was getting worried, like in the end of the second quarter, beginning of the third quarter, that they were gonna do the same type of crap as last week. Then they turned it around in the fourth and finally pulled through. Yeah, because yeah. it's like we came up and scored, and then it's like suddenly nothing happened, nothing happened, and it was kind of like, uh oh. And then they scored that that first touchdown, and it was like, all right, here we go again. Then they got that safety, and I was like, crap, they're only down by eight now. Yeah, that was messed up. At least Brunel on that safety had the smarts to be able to, like, try to bobble that thing out of the back of the end zone. Yeah, I, that, that was a pretty heady play because, you know, they, they when, when they, it was kind of confusing about what happened. I was like, oh, my God, he just dropped the ball. But once they showed it an instant replay, you could see how it glanced off the shoulder. Right. And rather than take a chance on him not being able, being able to scoop it up, he just kicked it out. So. Yeah, and that was some good thinking. I think he's a very smart quarterback. I think he uses his head a lot of times, but a lot of other quarterbacks just wouldn't have the sense in the situation to think about stuff like that. What did he get on the wonder lick? Wait, what's that? What did he get on the wonder lick test? I have no idea. I know uh, what the other guy got. He was like, did it in nine minutes or something? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, but they never said what he got on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, Brian Baldinger loves that Fitzpatrick guy. Oh, he was he was all up that Fitzpatrick, <laughs> up uh, Mr. Fitzpatrick's ass for the yeah. entire game. But you know what? I actually uh, I thought that that Fitzpatrick played pretty well. I mean, for being, uh, I mean, how how much has he played? That's his first start. That's his first start, dude. He looked like a seasoned quarterback in there. He, uh, 
I thought he played pretty decent. I mean, last week was his first significant uh, NFL experience. He came in halfway through the game um, as the backup quarterback to Bolger, and he threw three touchdowns and brought his team from behind to win that game last week. Right, and he was light on his feet this week. He made he ran that one touchdown in himself on the keeper. I mean, I thought he was pretty impressed. He was pretty good. He was pretty impressive. Yeah, I was pretty impressed when he tucked that ball behind him. While uh, uh, Kurt Warner kind of yeah. just tucked it behind his hip and held it for a minute, and nobody was going after him. I knew, dude. It was like I don't have it. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a spooled and schooled on that one. Yeah, but dude, what did he have? Like. 107 yards passing or something like that. John, you got the stats. Uh, what's that for Brunel? No, for uh, dude, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick had 160. Fitzpatrick actually passed for uh, seven more yards than Brunel did today. Really? But, uh, Brunel was 14 for 21 with 156. And uh, Fitzpatrick was 21 for 36 for 163. Wow. Yeah, but dude, 36 times today. It didn't even seem like that to me. Dude, I didn't want the Redskins to throw it at all after what their run was doing. I was like, run the ball. Third and five, run it. The Redskins, the running was fantastic. They they ran for well, well over 200 yards. They had 200 yards. And, and, and with two backs with more than 100 yards. I mean, that was awesome. Rod Cartwright ended up averaging just over 13 yards a carry. Today. <laughs> dude, dude like Rod, eight Cartwright, carries, right? Rod Cartwright has my game ball today. Uh, 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 man, uh, you know, to come in, what, he was like the third back, right? And he, you know, bets is out. He comes in and does that. And we we got no problems on the ground running. We got three strong backs when Bets is healthy. Yeah. And Sellers, I was kind of surprised they didn't put the ball in Sellers' hands uh, at all tonight. They just ran him up front as a blocker. Right, and then they brought him in uh, on that um, in the red zone down there for that last touchdown. It's like everybody was expecting Sellers to get the ball then, and then suddenly, you know, it's Portis diving over the top with it. You know who else kicked some butt today? About that, I well, think one of my biggest concerns, and it's been very, it's been pretty blatant this whole year. The Redskins—they don't have a short yardage game. They if can't they do, pound the ball. If they do, it's right. I think they'd start giving the ball to Sellers. And running right. them behind, like maybe Cooley and Royal, or Cooley and Robert Johnson, the other, the third uh, tight end, something like that. But the the short game, I mean, against this team, yeah, they're going to be able to do it. But against once they get into the last three games of the season against the Cowboys and the Giants and the Eagles, it's they're not going to they're not going to they're going to be stuck in the same situation they have been before. They can't pound the ball when they get when it gets down to it. Or heck, dude, bring Sean Taylor and let him run the ball. <laughs> What's going to be really huge is if we can get... No, that's actually not a bad idea, is giving the ball to Sean Taylor. Seriously, man. They're already, they're already bringing him in to, to catch the ball on punt occasion. They did it last week. You know, yeah. everybody talks about... You heard it on the on the game tonight. You know, just saying, you know, it's been said he can play any position he wanted to. Bring him in. Let him run the ball when you get in that situation. Yeah. You might have that extra bit of, you know, oh, if it takes to get through there. Dude, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about Sean Taylor running it. I think he needs to uh, learn to control his emotions a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Because he had that bonehead... Uh, and, you know, I mean, for all we know, he could be in jail next season. So I mean, he had that bonehead face mask penalty that gave them that first yeah. down on that fourth down play. I think it was fourth down, wasn't it? Maybe it I'm... Was, uh, it was. It was. It was... Was it third or fourth No, down? it was third. It was third. 
But anyway, it and, gave him a first yeah, down after they had it. a stop. I think he made a ton of other big plays in this game. I mean, he was he was making tackles left and right. He was all over the place. I think uh, I think Sam Huff in the post game gave him his the uh, his player of the game for defense. Yeah, I mean, he was like he was an awesome fan. He was crushing people, and not and also Carlos Rogers had another interception two weeks in a row. He did big time one that that really sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. But you know, when he does, is it just me? He looks like he looks like a little Daryl Green to me. Uh, I don't know if I'd make that comparison as of yet with two starts. Not yet. I'm just saying, saying I see glimpses of it. Little bits and pieces because, I mean, he was playing, he was doing a lot of baiting out there and he got burned a couple times on doing that. But he, right. he was doing a lot of baiting out there and uh, keeping an eye on. Sean Springs, you know, he got a lot of action because Sean Springs was really, really tight today. Yeah, yeah. Sean Springs had an excellent game. I think, but I think the Seans were playing well. <laughs> I gotta point something else out because I always do. Dockery, no holding penalties. Oh, go Dockery! Two weeks in a row. He's my fat fatty of the week. <laughs> the BFF of the week, Derek Dockery, big fat fatty of the week of the week. <laughs> big fat fatty. All right. Hey, so I, I have another concern I'd like to talk about is the uh, the kicking game for the Washington Redskins. Yes. Yeah. Um, on one front, the punting front. Ryan Parker, uh, the Redskins' ex-punter, was the punter for the Rams, and he had a rather good game. Uh, and Derek Frost didn't really show anything uh, special tonight. Nope. And John Hall missed a field goal and had a kickoff go out of bounds of like the 17 or something of that nature. Yeah. You saw him walk off shaking his head like, what's wrong with me? I, I, yeah, I'm thinking maybe he quit drinking this week and he's having trouble focusing or something. <laughs> yeah, Hall, Hall sucked last week and this week, man. Off the sauce, because, you know, I expect him to be shotgunning beers on the sideline. Dude. He needs to go down and, what is it, uh, get scuba diving in the Cayman Islands like the other guy and uh, get the call to come back and kick. Hey, dudes, on another front, did you notice that the uh, Redskins were wearing white on white? Dude, I liked it. I liked it. I gotta say it. Hold on, hold on. We have a comment here from uh, my wife Suzanne about the uh, the uh, costumes, as she calls it. The boys looked absolutely fabulous. I think that the white was a strategic decision. Um, the white with the top and the bottom probably made them look, look look a lot taller and scarier. And I was wondering if maybe the white blinded their opponents, and that's why they weren't able to score very much. <laughs> I think this is the the reason why we saw the white is because that you know they were playing inside and didn't have to worry about getting their pants grass stained. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You don't want your pants looking all dirty when you're like uh, when you're on a turf or the wet turf or something. But yeah, yeah when you're when you're inside, it's clean. You're just like they're as clean as a whistle the whole game. <laughs> well, the best you part about the during round- the game, though, that when they were running across the field, there were like puffs of dirt or something puffing up from under their feet. It was fake dirt, man. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the line that they colored the field with, isn't it? They were, uh, but there were dark puffs coming up. And uh, uh, Roberta here, she uh, she thought perhaps the padding was starting starting to uh, deteriorate. Oh, and it was like little foam particles or something coming up out of there? Something, something of that nature, because it was a lot. I only know this guy. Black smoke every time. Either, either that dude or they, the cleaning crew needs to get in there and vacuum or something. Yeah, man. I mean, they need to get some rumbas up in that. You know what they need to do? They need to play outside like real football players. They need to play outside like real football players. On, on grass. You know, like football was uh, started on. 
Yeah. No, I mean, their mom needs to open the door and say, if you're going to throw that ball, throw it outside. <laughs> I like that one. Man. Oh, man. All right, John, that brings us to your... First, what do you guys think of the, uh, the uh, just off the boat NFL Europe officials for this game? I thought they sucked. I thought it, it looked like to me in that one call, the officials were arguing amongst themselves, like, uncontrollably. They don't know the rules. What was that one penalty where they, uh, what was it, John? I was like, they can't do that. In the uh, second quarter, there was an illegal touching when the, uh, was it Isaac Bruce? Yeah, yeah. It went out of bounds, came in, was the first person to catch the ball. When he made that catch, he kind of caught it and fell on his butt on the line. Yeah. Someone threw a flag, and then they picked up the flag and said there was no penalty, but but illegal touching. Yeah, it was a legal touching penalty. Come back in, it's a penalty. Yeah, they're like, there's no penalty, it's just incomplete. Are you really following the rules? I don't think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure about that, but if you guys are listening out there and know the rule for sure, go ahead and shoot us an email at redskinsfan at mac.com. We look forward to hearing it. What? What's that? What's that web address? The web address is homepage.mac.com slash redskinsfan. Yeah, if if anyone is listening out there and they think that we're doing a good job or you guys think we suck... Um, either way, let us know. Or well, even if you want us to give you a call, like during the podcast or something. Absolutely. Yeah, dudes, give us some comments to put on here. We know you're listening. People have people have come to the website, checked it out. Some people are listening. Just let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So what else? What else? All right, all right. Who's, who's got game balls? All right, all right. Oh, I got some game balls going on. Actually, no, I want to save mine. I want to hear... Somebody called out... Uh, Josh, I think you called out... Um, I had to give Rock Cartwright a game ball. Yeah, okay, let's go with your picks for the game first, I think. Dude, you got... The kick of the balls for me was kind of a kind of tough, because it was like... There weren't... It wasn't... I didn't feel like there was, like, one player that they kept making penalty after penalty or bad, stupid play after bad, stupid play or anything like that. Right. So, Raybach had his one holding, but he, he got it out of the way in a uh, not important time this week. I think right. he's taking that over from Dockery, man. Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, my game ball there, and, and I got I mean, the whole team's got to get a little mini game ball for the most part. Other than the scare and sort of going like Aaron said in the second quarter. I mean, I thought we all played, everybody played pretty well. Um, I, you know, it's tough. I, I'd say, uh, uh, if I had to give a kick in the ball to a Redskin, I would have to give it, I think, to Taylor Jacobs today. <laughs> would you guys <laughs> like to know how many yards Taylor Jacobs had? What, how many? zero? Taylor Jacobs had one reception for negative one yards. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, you know, as I was watching the game, I'm like, who are we going to give this kick in the ball to? And I thought, and I watched him play after play, and, you know, he dropped how many passes? I don't know. Uh, it just, he dropped one. He did drop one. It hit him right in the numbers. So, so he did better. Just one drop. So he did better when he dropped it than when he called it. Is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> so my, my kicking the ball to go to Taylor Jacobs today. Uh, Good one. That's it. Aaron, what do you got? All right. Well, you already heard my kicking the ball is going to Brian Baldinger, the Cowboys now. <laughs> but if it's going to go to a Redskin. I hate to say it, but it might have to go to uh, Coach Gibbs for not going for it on that fourth and one inch. 
Oh man, that oh, yeah, like, yeah, what was that about? That fourth and half yard. And that that's that harkens back to uh, what I was talking about earlier with the uh, the short game. We don't have the heavy jumbo, the uh, George Rogers. Right. From back in the day, that that has been lacking all year long. Or, dude, on that same note, on that third and two, when Tortoise had been pounding it out eight yards at a run, and we go third and two, and he goes to pass it, and we can't convert on the pass. Why didn't yeah. he just give it to Tortoise again? I don't know. You need to, like, go with what's working that day is what I say. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So, anyway, my uh, kick in the nuts goes to that. I mean, the ball, sorry. And, uh... <laughs> Because they should have went for that, and, and even if they didn't get it, their defense at that point in the game was what they had them at. Like that first series, the the Rams had what negative nineteen yards or something. Oh man! Yeah. And then they like, that was a great first series. Anyway, so that's who that goes to. My game balls are gonna have to go to Clinton Portis. There you go. Exceptional game. Hundred and how many yards, stat man? Yeah, uh, Clinton Portis went 27 rushes for 136. He averaged 5.0 yards carry, and of course, two touchdowns. Yeah, he w- can, can, can I just say something? Other? I totally agree with that. I think Clinton would get a uh, get a game ball. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was just looking at numbers uh, before I got in the car here. I'm traveling up to Boone, North Carolina. Um, Clinton Portis' numbers versus Rock Cartwright's numbers. On the number of carries uh, against the number of yards, what what is that? Can you do you have that, John? Do you have it pulled up? I those two huge plays that he busted out, and he got some extra yards tacked on from that uh, that last play of the first half where they declined the penalty. Where uh, as as dur- normally during the game, I listen to the radio, so I listen to Sonny Sam. Right, and Sam made a very very poignant uh, remark where he said, "Well, they declined the penalty. I guess he gets to keep those yards." And he ended up with 13.1 yards a carry, nine yards or nine carries, 118 yards. And Clinton wow. Portis had 27 for 136, but he did score two touchdowns as well. Right, right, right. But that solid five yards a carry. Like I said, I totally agree with Aaron on the game ball to Clinton Portis. I just think Rock's numbers were really incredible today. No score, to, no score that came out of him, but he definitely moved the ball down the field. Oh, but yeah, I thought Rock, and he got kind of jipped on that uh, tackle where he got tackled at the six because they horse collared him. No call. Yep, yep. No call. Well, I guess my game ball, my game ball's got to go to Clint Portis as well. Even though I think I, I'm definitely giving a strong shout-out to The Rock, but Clint Portis, definitely two touchdowns. He came to play. He went out, had some shoulder issues, came back in. He was in good shape, playing, 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 136 yards. My kick in the balls goes to those lame-ass St. Louis Rams fair-weather fans where there was halfway through the fourth quarter, there were maybe 2,000 people on that dome. I thought it was pathetic. Not to what ma- was that about, Not to mention, dude? dude, it sounded like a golf tournament or something. It was so quiet in that stadium. Yeah, they turned the microphones off. You could still, still hear them calling plays down there. Oh, man, in, in two or three of the sections, there were, like, two people. Literally. <laughs> I would call him right, fair weather. There's any Ram fans out there listening to this podcast. Yeah, what's up with Come on, that? guys. What is up? Dude, I would call them fair weather fans, but they play inside. Yeah. <laughs> That's because it's always fair weather in the dome. <laughs> I guess they can't be fair weather fans if they're inside. <laughs> fair weather fans if they play inside. Man. Oh, Aaron, speaking of people that play in the dome, 
Um, you said you were going to give a shout out, and I think it's it's rather uh, appropriate tonight to a certain team out there in the NFL tonight. All right, all right. We said we'll, we'll probably. I think it's okay tonight to we, do this. All right, we'll get him on the show next week. Dude that I work with named Mark, who's a huge Colts fan, and uh, I didn't line it up for tonight. But next week, if if they win, we'll have to get him on here and mess with him a little bit, talk to him about the the Colts, and uh, ask him when the last time they won a Super Bowl was. And thank him for uh, Marcus Washington. Thank him for Marci- Marcus Washington. Curse him for Walt Harris. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll mess with him a little bit next week. Anyway, dudes, that that is about all the time we've got for this week. Yep. Yeah. Hey, real quick, speaking of other teams that look good, how about Cincinnati today? Did you guys see that? Cincinnati looks strong. Yeah, they've been kicking some butt all year, man. Cincinnati's one of those like silent teams that for a long time, like since the '80s, you haven't heard much about them. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly it's like, bam. I also have to point out right quick that the Cowboys lost, even though the Giants won. Still, the Cowboys, Cowboys lost. Redskins are a game behind the Cowboys, two games behind the Giants. Still have to yeah. play both of them. The hope still- is still alive. Don't, don't play the door. I'm going to have to take the door off the uh, website this week. I didn't play the door, dude. You heard me play the cavalry charge. There Google you go. Horns. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. It's not over yet. Not over yet. So yeah. we'll, we'll update the website probably uh, by tomorrow night, uh, Monday night. Uh, Tuesday is the latest uh, as I am traveling, and i got to hopefully find a hotel with a, uh Internet link up for me. In and, uh, and we'll get that done. And, uh, dude, send us some emails. Seriously. We will not spam you or give your address away unless you're a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Riskinsfan at Mac.com. All right, dudes. That's all the time we got. Um, this is Aaron, John, and Josh for Harry Hog Football. We'll talk to you next week. Give us one a shout thing, out. One more, one more thing, real quick. Uh, I just wanted to mention the passing of my dog, Indigo. She was a Redskins fan and wore her Redskins bandana, and, uh, she's no longer with us. And uh, not to end on a sad note, but uh, this one, this one's going out for her. This win tonight for me. This one goes out to Indigo. Yeah, tonight my dogs want it for your dog. The dogs want it for the dog. All right, dudes. Uh, peace, and we'll see you next week. And hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. Next week, 4.05 p.m. on Sunday at Arizona. Woo! We will be... We will be uh, talking about the game afterwards. Tune in.